IT, telecom, security, mobility, cloud. You are listening to an Informa USA podcast sponsored by the Channel Partners Vendor Locator. All right, Channel Partners Craig Galbraith here. Uh, pleased to have a couple of special guests on this podcast. Michael Fair from Charter Spectrum Business. Craig Schlagbaum from Comcast Business. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks for uh, getting up early. It's uh, People won't know listen to this show, but uh, it's 8 o'clock, and in Vegas, that's more like 4 o'clock. That's right. 4 a.m., right. something like that. So, <laughs> so bear with us. Uh, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about uh, what you're doing here at the show, and uh, particularly the Cable Zone, which is which is new here, and sort of the setup in the Expo Hall. Craig, maybe you can talk about how you guys are you know, leveraging each other to, to build up the cable industry. Sure. Well, we're glad to be working with all the cable companies. We actually launched to the day almost five years ago our program, and uh, it's great to have all the other providers with Charter and Time Warner together in an area uh, because you know, our footprint is a large one. We cover 39 of the 50 states and 20 of the top 25 markets, but there's quite a few areas that we don't cover. And between Time Warner, Charter, and the other cable companies, they handle the rest. So the partners want to have access to the full footprint across the United States. And by working together, we can all provide broadband and fiber solutions that we all independently sell. But we're in the same area of the show and, uh, and demonstrating how we work together as an industry. Well, and Michael, a lot of people might forget that you guys don't necessarily compete mm-hmm. directly against each other. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I think that what started really as sharing best practices from a marketing perspective has really grown into true collaboration. You know, as you can see, we're in this cable zone where we share leads from from uh, mutual partners. You know, we, we work together with the same partners. We tend to, um, you know, want to make sure that we're optimizing on events around the country. And it really creates a lot of synergy. You know, as we're working together, we don't compete in any way, really. And we work um, on actually an end user opportunities often as well. All right. Let's talk about uh, some of the news you guys have broken here at the show or, or in the last couple of months. Craig, uh, talk a little bit about what you guys are doing with Amazon. We just learned that today. Sure. Well, just today we uh, announced that we're now an Amazon Direct Connect partner, which gives us the ability for our partners to sell to their clients who are using the Amazon services uh, connectivity directly into those facilities, uh, both in Ashburn as well as in San Jose. And then they can connect to our million lit bu- buildings and 400 data centers. And if they so choose, they can actually get to the 40 million residential endpoints if they want to use uh, that for Ethernet at home for teleworkers. So then you can have a complete connection end-to-end that's a private connectivity connection into that cloud environment all the way from the edge. And so there's a lot of ability for us to connect these branch offices more than any provider out there. And uh, it's a significant announcement, and it allows uh, the channel to complete the total cloud solution. Michael, you guys are talking to a lot of partners about the enterprise side of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys just a couple months ago uh, developed a new website specifically mm-hmm. towards some of the larger businesses. Talk about that. Yeah, so we've essentially, um, a year ago, we split into a small business unit and the enterprise business unit, which and we're housed within the enterprise business unit, which allows us to focus more on upmarket customers, and particularly Ethernet um, and fiber-based services, SIP trunking and PRI services. So by focusing on that and creating our own website that's an enterprise-focused website, I think it really puts the focus on um, you know, selling to larger customers and selling more enterprise-class services with service-level agreements, quality of service um, measurements, and just being able to focus on that business. While the uh, coax business tends to be a mainstream, um, just uh, kind of run-of-the-mill business that just happens every month, and it allows us to drill into our sales teams to focus on the op- working on the opportunities proactively with the partners 
And uh, we've also been MEF certified, which is, I think, another indication of how we, we want to continue to invest in our engineering resources um, and uh, the quality of delivery of both uh, during the sales process as well as post-sale. Well, and that MEF certification is certainly uh, important. You guys have had it for a while now, Craig, and talk about the importance of that uh, when it comes to competing with everyone else who offers carrier Ethernet on there. Yeah, well, it's a key credential, obviously, and we doubled down on launching our fiber services about three years ago, and having MEF certification was key to be in parity with the rest of the industry. And we've since then expanded our footprint greatly. We've actually made a few announcements about additional markets we continue to invest in building out in places like Salt Lake, in Huntsville, Alabama, and Seattle, and other markets. So we're continuing to expand that footprint. But it's, you know, the ability to go from, um, you know, a megabit to 10 gigs is phenomenal. And it gives us that ability uh, to, to grow our network and to provide a solution for our partners to sell across the whole footprint. And MEF is a key element to that. Let's talk about uh, speed and fiber. You both referred to it a little bit. It's no longer just for breakfast anymore, right? No. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about that. I, I'm interested, uh, Craig, you in particular, you guys are sponsoring a fiber category on our website, so it's uh, pretty clear that that's an important uh, element of your business. It's critical. In fact, in terms of growth, we're seeing higher growth from the channel in that service than we are in our traditional broadband services. So we still sell quite a bit of broadband, but the growth area is certainly on the fiber side. And the partners, as they've gotten more used to selling it and comfortable with the process, they're selling a lot more of it now. And so uh, we've, uh, you know, used to have it where it was just by region only. We could sell within the region. Now we can cross through regions. Well, there's a solution in Atlanta, and there's offices in Denver, San Francisco, and Philly. We can connect all those in one complete solution. We used to not be able to do that. So it's just getting more robust, and then the footprint itself is being built out in additional markets, as I mentioned earlier. What are we going to see in the future? Kind of put your crystal ball out there. I was talking with Janet Shines with Verizon here the other day, and she was talking about 5G on the wireless side, 50 times the speed of LTE, which kind of blows you away. You see fiber, just the gigabits becoming just an astronomical number to where we're just going to have things instantly on our desktops and so forth. Yeah, well, 10 gigs uh, is our max right now, but you know, there's, you know, who knows what the growth opportunity is beyond that. And then, you know, we, we can't forget, though, too, we've got a tremendous uh, footprint in the ground with our coax services. And there we have 650,000 root miles of that service. And, you know, we launched DOCSIS 3.1, which the cable companies will be moving to. And that gives us the ability to go uh, to speeds one gigabit down. 100 megabit up, uh, and we've launched that at the residential level. We did that in Atlanta, and that service will be available to businesses later in uh, the year in, in 2016 as well. So we can use that existing footprint and, and have incredible capability to scale. That's not an SLA-based service, but uh, the bandwidth is tremendous, and the ability to grow that is still very much within our reach as we uh, continue to deploy DOCSIS 3.1. Yeah, and, and fiber is really important to charter spectrum. Um, it's 50% of our sales right now in our program. So it's a substantial, and it's by far the fastest growing area. So again, we continue to invest in the infrastructure. And, and we're in, we, charter tends to be in the second and third tier markets where we are the only alternative to the LEC. And so we tend to have built out pretty deeply within those markets, which really gives us a great alternative, either for disaster recovery backup or just to be become the primary uh, service provider to replace the incumbent. All right talked about technology. Let's talk a little more, more about the business side. I know, Michael, we can't talk too much about the uh, pending charter Time Warner cable merger, but maybe we can talk a little bit about mergers in general. Uh, good for the industry? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the biggest complaint I get we, we, we're, is that we don't have enough footprint. Because partners really enjoy working with our processes and our, our program. But we're in 10% of the footprint today, you know, and uh, we'll be um, the second largest uh, cable provider after our merger with Time Warner and Bright House. Um, it's very close, second to uh, Comcast. And I really, I think it makes um, just the whole industry much stronger, you know. So we're really looking forward to it and, and rolling out our philosophies through, through those footprints, such as uh, no contracts for our coax services, um, driving simplicity through the network and, and, and the product offerings and eliminating a, a wide range of speeds that are out there and having unified speeds and unified offerings across the entire country. Um, you know, and just, uh, just really, we're also trying to drill that down into the fiber world just to make it simpler so you can go immediately to contract without having to go through um, design and construction analysis and things like that. So uh, those are the types of things that you'll see us uh, driving forth, as well as digitizing the entire networks of the other footprints that we're going to be adding. Craig, maybe you can add to that. We know that Comcast uh, was looking at Time Warner Cable for a while, and that didn't, uh, that fell through. But uh, certainly, you've told me before that you too think that the, these mergers are, are going to work for the industry. Well, I think in the channel, their lens is, you know, how, how can we make it easier to do business with them? And ultimately, the fewer programs they've got to deal with, the easier it is for them and the less amount of systems. So, you know, we've spent a significant amount of money building out our Salesforce uh, solution. We call it the Comcast Control Center C3. And that's the vehicle by which all the channel partners do business with us to enter orders and track orders and manage the business with us. And the fewer of those systems they have to work with, the better, especially when it comes down to determining uh, service availability, which in the cable world is probably the most difficult challenge, is determining whether something is actually serviceable or not. So the fewer amount of exercises you have to go through, the better. What we found is in our joint partners, the master agents have all created cable practices to demystify these issues and simplify the experience that the channel has. So each of the major master agents that we share has their own cable group to help do that on behalf of all the cable companies. So I think the, that, that's making it easier even without the M&A activity. But fewer companies certainly are going to make it simpler and easier to work with all of us. All right. Good stuff, guys. I'll let you get back to it. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hope you're having a good time so far. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to today's discussion brought to you by the Channel Partners Vendor Locator.